Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass. A lot of good moments, not the outcome we wanted. Uh, Ohio State, three in a row, we fall. That team up north, it's brutal. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we kind of waited it in during the week, let it settle down. Uh it stung. It stung early. It stung. It stung for a little bit. It, I ain't gonna lie. It was I had a hard time watching, even though the Bengals oh. lost to the Steelers. I had a hard time watching NFL football on Sunday just because I was just you know, mentally drained from that game. Um just it so unfortunate because those you know, our fight song says, our honor and defend, we will fight to the end. And that's what those boys did. They did. No, it's yeah. it, it, I, I'm t- like, there's a ton of fans out there that are just like angry because we've lost three in a row. But like, right, so. and that's fair. But you cannot say that the boys didn't f- give a great effort. They didn't fight to the end. Um, Like we went out, we, we went out swinging. You know, we, we yeah. had a chance to win at the end. Uh, and like we were close, like on the play that the, on the pick, uh, McCord didn't have enough time, but it looked like Marv he was running a post route, and the, the one safety Rodmore who picked it off, he was kind of cheating forward. If McCord had another second, two seconds to throw, I think Marv was catching a game winning touchdown and winning the Heisman. I, I truly believe that when you watch the replay. Yeah, I hundred percent believe too. But I mean, there was also a lot of plays that was left on the field also yeah um, i told i told my wife i was like when zach zenter went down which i hope he's okay you know broken fibula broken tibia you know that could be a career ending could not be a career ending we'll find out you hate to see it but like when he went down i told my wife i was like if michigan scores the next play game's over like i the momentum, the Buckeyes had the momentum. It was third down. We got another stop. We get the ball back, and, you know, we probably punch it in. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they scored. They scored. I mean, hats off to Michigan. And this is one of those games where, like, it was both teams punching each other in the mouth. And it Michigan was. got the final blow. It, like, it was. Like this notation where you know the big game boomers and everybody's still calling Ohio State soft is ridiculous. Because correct me if I'm wrong, they had more guys with bloody lips and bloody noses than Ohio State. No, they did. They 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 were dinged up, and I think I think we'll kind of see it this week how dinged up they were. I, I'm not saying I was a barn burner. They like they might not score a point, but I I do think it's realistic that Michigan could be in for a letdown game. Because Iowa, they want to win the Big Ten championship. Like that, that's a fact. They see this as a great opportunity to win a, win a title. Um, and Michigan, you know, like they just fought a bloody battle. They're kind of dinged up after you know the three the three week stretch with the Harbaugh suspension with Penn State, Maryland, and now us. I'm I'm not saying Iowa's going to beat Michigan, but I think that's going to be a closer game it's, than what people say. It's not a 42-14 game like two years ago or last year, it's a 28-10 final score. Yeah, I but 
Exactly. Or twenty four ten, like. Yeah, and we we can talk about that more in a little bit. Um, but back back to the game. Um, it's you know everyone wants to put it on McCord. Um, I want to address this. Like everyone wants to put it on McCord, but that's not all on McCord. And he had a lot of good throws. Like yes, there was there was the one throw to Marv on the outside um, where he just straight up missed him. Like it like missed throws happen. But yes, that was a bad throw. But on the first play of the game, he hit a Mecca Buka right or the oh, first down, drive hit of Mecca, the game. Hit a Mecca right, and I don't want to hear. Oh, it's a bad ball. It's low. Shut up! It hit him right in the hands. That's a seven seventy yard touchdown. Yeah, like uh, even even if it was let's say low and behind him, it's still a twenty yard gain. <laughs> it's yeah. minimum twenty yard gain, first down, and that changes the whole. I think that changes McCord's confidence. That play. When I saw that happen, I was like, oh, no. And not not to mention, too, that we didn't get the ball at half. We didn't get the kickoff. So we, we like, we didn't get – we did it defer. So we get the ball to start. And I feel like that, with the drop, that really kind of set the tone. The defense, I thought, played really, really well. They were tired. They were. They they held up their end of the bargain in the first half, I feel like. Um, what annoyed me, though, was we couldn't stop – we couldn't get a stop on fourth. It was – it was insane. Like I've never seen a team go for it that many times and we just could not stop them. Yeah, it, it, it was tough. And I mean, Ohio, in Ohio state had opportunities to go for it on fourth down and never did. And I, there was a lot, I, there was a lot to, like, again, a lot to be desired with play calling. And it goes, you know, it goes back to the inconsistency of Kyle McCord all year. I'd like the kid. I really do. He makes throws where you're like, holy crap, how did he get that in there? But he also makes throws like that outside pass to Marv, and there are a few others. Well, the interception, though, like, I will say this first interception of Marv, I feel like that was almost – That was a miscommunication. Yeah, like, I, I need to, we need to address this, too. Like, I love Heartline. He's done incredible things with the receivers. Um the receivers have started slow this year, though, multiple times. And this was another game where they started slow, and it bit us. It bit us in the butt. Like, it, 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 like Marv was slow out of that break. Emeka dropped an easy ball. The, the one guy I will say who came to play, though, and uh, people forget because we didn't get win, but if we won, he would he would have gone down in Buckeye history. Julian Fleming came to play. Um, yeah. He he balled out. I thought. Um, I I just think too with. Like, I don't know if anybody saw my Facebook post. The issue hasn't been Ohio State's physicality, softness. No. It's been, it's been, it's not per se skill wise that these guys aren't good. It's that dog. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle McCord has never thrown more than three, more than two interceptions in a game. Yeah. Same with C.J. Stroud. J.T. Barrett was probably the most inconsistent quarterback in Ohio State history when it comes to career-wise. He's the worst passer the, out of all of them, hands yeah. down. But the difference between J.T. Barrett and Kyle McCord and C.J. Stroud, he had a dog in it. I'll say that. I'll say this too. Like you know, we dog we dog Kyle McCord for missing the, the like the one throw, but J.T. had like three or four of those a game. He would just sail. Yeah. Like and, and, and the thing that separates him from Kyle McCord and C.J. Stroud is C.J. Stroud didn't get it until the Georgia game, and now he's just tearing up the NFL. Yeah. Kyle, Cord, Kyle McCord doesn't have it yet. We don't know. The, the jury's still out. 
I, I disagree because he did against Notre Dame and he he we saw him do the two minute drill against Michigan State. And I I like if he had a little more time to block, I like I do think we pull he pulled it off. I think I think he was one throw away from literally becoming a Buckeye legend. I truly believe he was so close. Yeah, it's just an inconsistent inconsistency for me. And he doesn't have that JT Barrett and Justin Fields dog. That's where I'm getting at. Those guys oh, you're right. did those guys did anything and everything to win. Yeah. And we just didn't see out of Kyle. There was a few times we did. It's an inconsistency. I like the kid. I really do. I think he's a good quarterback. You know, he's got a lot to improve, but it's not just him. And you know, like I said to everybody else, no. Josh Fryer. And to me, the person who has to go the most on that offense is Josh Fryer. Josh Fryer has to go. Like, well, we, I saw I saw projections they might move him to guard, which I think that might be a better. He's not a tackle; he's a guard. He would he will be an absolutely insane interior guard. I I honestly, if you talk a little bit, I know we still got more to talk about the game. The center from Notre Dame just hit a, hit the portal. I want to see us get him, move Carson Hensman to guard where he is originally supposed to be. And roll with this kid from Notre Dame. If we can, if we can pull it off, I agree. I mean, I, I, I truly believe that. I watched that game. McCord had he had, I think when you tally him up, four poor throws, the two interceptions, but one one was kind of on Marv. Um, the one throw to Marv that he just missed, and then uh, the one where he just ailmared it over Marv. But he like. I feel like the more experienced McCord gets, the one throw to Marv, he like overthrew, like the it was like a go route. I feel like the more experienced he gets, he's just gonna kind of like underthrow him because he had the back he had the back shoulder open for like thirty yards if he could. Yeah. Um, I'm like I'm 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 not ready to move on from McCord. I'm like I know I'm like the one person who's like standing on a table for the kid, but I I, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think. I, I think I think honestly Ryan Day kind of coach scared. I <laughs> like he when he, he looked, did. And, and I like I love Day. I'm not saying he's on like I'm not saying fire day or anything like that, but like you look at this. Third down efficiency, we were four for nine. Michigan was three for twelve. Like our defense was doing his job. Like we were we when you look at those percentages, we were converting more at a clip. The difference was though, fourth four down. down. We didn't even go for it once on fourth. They went three for three. Um, and, and it's, it's frustrating too, because it's like, I get what Ryan Day's trying to do. He's trying to play good complimentary football at times, you know, on the first drive, uh, it's like, like he, we could have went for it, but no, we're not going to go for it. Let's punt. But then the punt team comes out and they can't even kick it more than 30 yards. And then it's like, so Fleming has and, to go. but their punter, and that was also the bigger difference we need to discuss their punter was able to pin us consistently inside the five. I think he did it like two or three times. Um, yeah. It, and I think it was extremely stupid that we trotted out fielding for the field goal on fourth down when, like, I know we had Blair Conway on. He explained, like, he, fielding has power. He absolutely does have power. But, like, the one thing is our kickers have struggled with were, like, are, like, long field goals. Like, I don't think I've seen us make a 45-plus-yard field goal since, like, Blake Hobbeel, I think, against Northwestern. <laughs> that one like Friday night game. I think that was like the longest field goal we've had. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a while, but I think just special teams in general, we trotted out, you know, their 
all all year long after Mbuka got hurt, we trotted out Jaden Ballard, who fell, who fielded kicks nicely every time, and then we trot out Emeka Mbuka, which is fine, you know, fair catches, didn't do anything, but Emeka Mbuka let the one ball go over his head, mm-hmm. and they kneeled it at the two. Yeah, like, dude, catch the ball. Like Jaden Ballard would have caught it. No. Um, and like I'll give Michigan their flowers. They were better. They were straight up the better team. They I, I mean, I think if we play on a neutral site, that game's a little different. But I mean they they did if we were in Columbus if we were in Columbus, we won that game. Uh, yeah, you probably hopefully. Um, but every I mean, every ball that needed to bounce their way bounced their way. I feel like and yeah. what was maddening to me, the most most frustrating thing I think of the day was I like we we've given him so many Buckeye leaves. I think he's got a Buckeye leaf. Sonny did not have a good game. I thought he was no. Baker. I mean he he just looked. I he just didn't look confident out there. And then it, it was he wasn't he wasn't making you know I feel like he wasn't stuffing the run game um, like he did like he would. And then their their tight end just how many times is he gonna just go right up the seam, guys? Like it, it, it's insane. Yeah, so, but that's that, you know, we can trot and sweat and all this game, all your game, about this game all year long. It's going to be unfortunate. We're going to have to, you know, live with it for another 300. This time it's leap year, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Another 366 day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It is what it is, you know. It's actually going to be longer because Ohio State's got two bye weeks next year. Next year, and you know the, you know the playoffs expands to twelve. You know it's going to be a lot different. Guys are already entering the portal. Amari Arbar, which I hate to see go, entered the portal, and Integra, <laughs> Vic Cutler entered the portal today, and I'm like, I forgot he was on the team. I ain't gonna lie. Um, and then there's some of these guys that we get excited that they become recruits and then you don't hear from them for like two years and then they transfer. Mario Arbar, I was, I'm, I'm just, I'm sad to see him go. I think, I thought he was going to be complimentary next year, but that tells you a sign that Ty Hamilton or somebody's staying. Like, is Michael Hall or Tyreek Williams staying if Amari Arbar, who was probably in line to start next year, is gone? So, realistically. I'm playing a hypothetical with you. Who would be your fate if we're not saying Marv because Marv is gone. We're not going to believe those articles saying, "Oh, why would he come? He could come back." No, he's gone. Like if if Marv comes back, Cass, what should I do? Like, give me something, some something stupid. Oh man! If Marv comes back, I'll get a number eighteen tattoo. Absolutely. Absolutely. If Mar, if you're you like to go golfing, right? Yeah. If Marv comes back, you have to go golfing in a duck suit. Deal, deal. At, at a place that'll allow me. Um, I, like like I think, Top Golf. No, I'll do Wilson Road. Wilson Road. Yeah. <laughs> if Marvin Harrison comes back, I will go, golf around in a duck suit. There we go. <laughs> He's not coming back. Um, so let's not get these clicks. Um, but uh, like outside of Marv, who's the one guy that you would want to come back if you could pick anyone from the team? Because I would pick Tyreek Williams. 
Mm. Denzel Burke. No. Uh, I don't know. I think Denzel Burke. I think Marv and Denzel are probably the most most likely to be locks that are gone. Um, just because the way his season ended so high on a high note, I'd love to see what Travion Henderson could, could do coming back next year um, if staying healthy. But that being said, um, I'm going to go with Mecca Buka. Okay. I yeah, like, I like that one. I, I feel like we did not see everything we could out of Mecca. One, he was hurt this year. Um, two, he had some crucial drops, one against Michigan. And I think I want to see him when he's the guy. Hmm. Like, I want to see what he is like. Because, you know, you'll have Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis, you know, Noah Rogers, Jeremiah Smith. I, I know Miami fans are convinced that he's going to flip. But, you know, I know Justin Scott flipped and, you know, it's bum. But the way I've been reading, there's a couple other defensive tackles Ohio State's going after that complement it. Um. I just I think a Mecca Buka as the guy would be fun to see. I, I I like that. I could see that going very well, honestly. Like uh, Mecca Buka, Carnell Tate, Brandon Innes. That would be a very exciting Noah Rogers, Jaden Ballard. Yeah, that'd be a very fun offense. Tight end would be G Scott and Joe Royer and Thurman. Jelani Thurman. Yeah, I mean, I we would obviously drop off a little bit at tight end, but like we'd still be pretty competent. Um, and then quarterback, it's. Number six, I like. I, I don't. I don't care what any ever any people are saying. He's gonna be the quarterback next year. He's not transferring out. Like, like, like he's not. Ryan Day's not gonna get rid of him. I'm telling you, he's not getting rid of Kyle McCord. He needs to go in, watch some film, put some work in. He's gonna, definitely no, for he's, sure. I'm telling you, he's going to work his ass off from this point on. Like he, that guy. I'm telling you, he's gonna work his ass off because he's already. He already has. I think the intangibles. He does work his ass off. He doesn't. Yeah. Like it, it's just he I I believe Kyle McCord. That's the truth. That and like I, I'll die on that hill. Like I hope I, I hope I'm right. I think, I think Devin Brown's going to enter the portal. I just have that feeling. I think I, I agree. By the end of it, I think Devin Brown's going to enter the portal, and we're going to have Aaron Nolan. We're going to <laughs> believe it or not. I found out today that his first name is Prentice. Prentice Aaron Nolan is his nickname. Aaron Nolan. But I feel like Aaron Nolan and Lincoln Kineholds are going to be the guy. Uh, 2025, that's going to be a hell of a quarterback battle between Aaron Nolan and Lincoln Kineholds, which yeah, I know a lot of people like Lincoln Kineholds and stuff, but I love Aaron Nolan. I love everything that Aaron Nolan brings to the, for the game. But you know what? You never know because he could get to college. and So, I mean, we'll yeah. see. No, you're right. I mean, look, I, it's, I think Kyle's going to come back. He's going to be, um, you know, he's not going to be a high NFL draft pick. So he's probably like, he's incentivized being the starting quarterback in in Columbus. And you just went, you know, you're 12 and one as a starter. He's going to get a chance to like win his job, like keep his job. Well, I do believe just to make him better. I do believe Ryan Day is going to open up the competition. And that's fair. I'm all for that, but he, he he's taken – he is t- taking QB one reps until someone takes it from him. I got to see someone take it from him. There's yep. no one on our roster who's even close. People um, are my buddy. Uh, 
Jason, he was like DMing us. Shout out Jason if you're you're watching my guy. Um, he was just basically saying like, oh, who do you think's better? Like, do, do you like do you see any other quarterbacks? And it's like, well, no, I I don't. Um, just because like, um, Devin Brown, like when he went into the games, he he clearly saw the difference. You clearly yeah. we talked about this earlier on. It was he didn't look confident in the offense. Um, and what like that's the only thing that's going for Kyle McCord is he's going to be keep getting more confident in the office offense, especially as a senior. And um, he just has to really clean up his intermediate passes. Like he had he he throws a beautiful deep ball and like loft balls. It's just you got to clean up your intermediate passes, and I think that just comes with experience. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so coach, some coaches could be on the mole. We might be needing a new defensive coordinator and tight ends coach. And a defensive uh, line coach. Jim Knowles could be headed to Duke as a head coach. I, I'm a firm believer that Duke may not hire him. I don't know. I think Duke, Jim Knowles is a little aged. I think they want to go get some young fresh, but you never know. I never know. Could be wrong. Keenan Bailey is the name to watch out for to go be OC at ECU. That would be a huge loss in my opinion. I feel like he could do better for I like uh, yeah. uh, ECU. I don't know. I feel like he can do do. I, I, yeah, I, he can find a better job. And, I, feel like, I feel like Arkansas could use him. Yeah, Arkansas just hired uh, Bobby Petrino. So that's I know. Cool. I Keenan Bailey can do just as good as his job as yeah. Bob, you know. Um, but I also you know Larry Johnson is he retiring? Is he not retiring? Well, don't, we don't know. But you know, we still got we still got some football. There's still a chance. Still a chance the Buckeyes can get into the big the big dance, the Final Four playoffs. Lots got to happen. Um, Not that crazy though. It's we really just the big one we need is Louisville. If Louisville doesn't win, we're we're done. But if dude, I like I posted the video. Like I think we comp better than Texas. I a hundred percent think we're better. The if- only thing that I think, and this could very well happen is if Texas pulls a 2014 Ohio State and just demolishes Oklahoma State. Yeah. No, I think yeah. if Oklahoma State keeps it close, like if it's a close game and they don't impress Texas, they're not going to jump us. They're going to have to, like, do something. And then let's just, let's play this hypothetical. Let's say Georgia just obliterates Bama, makes them look like a little baby, which like – Well, I think Bama's out anyways. It's going to be Ohio State or Texas, in my opinion, if Florida State loses. Play with me. Let's say Georgia just like ragdolls them. Like that hurts Texas's win. It does. And if Bama's a 10-2 team or 11-2 team, a two-loss team, you know, Ohio State beat Penn State. Ohio State beat um, Notre Dame. Like it's – and you look at our strength of record and everything. We have like just a solid, solid resume. Lost by one score against the number two team in the country. Our one loss is the best loss at like, and I hate saying that, but it's like it's the number one two team on the country on the road, and we lost on like in the last minute. Okay, fine. <laughs> Even though it's your arch rival, and I understand the gravity of the game, but it's you got to look at this objectively. Be you can't tell me Ohio State's not a top the top four teams. Truly, I like uh, if we're if we're we're just talking about top teams, it's Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan. Those are the top four teams. It, 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 I, I think. Uh, but we I got, like Oregon a lot. But we got to, yeah. But if you play, if they played Bama, Bama would rag on them. So, so I I think 
I honestly think Oregon's going to win the national championship. So I don't. They think have. So. I they think have the most. I think they have, they have the most veteran led quarterback. He'll probably win the Heisman Trophy. Um, believe it or not, whoever wins Friday tomorrow night's going in the Heisman Trophy. Michael Penix Jr. or honestly, yeah, Bro Nix. Yeah, you're absolutely right, um, and that's going to be a classic. That's going to be an all time game, I think. Yeah, um, I like Oregon. I really do. I like Oregon to win the national championship. I, I just something tells me they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to, honestly, if they get into the Rose Bowl against Michigan, I think they're going to beat them. I really, they're just something tells me they're going now, to beat or- them. They Oregon matches up extremely well with Michigan, I feel and like. And they match up well against Georgia, too, I think. Yeah, but the thing I can't get out of my head is I saw Georgia just literally last – I know it was early last year and a lot, a ton has changed, but they – Yeah. They – what was it, like 42-10 or something? It wasn't even yeah. – So uh, It didn't even look like the same league. Yeah. So we sent our our New Year's Six predictions to Blake. He made these bomb-ass graphics, by the way. Amazing. Um, he makes yours. Yeah. Sweet. So Dan's going to post these later on the show. Let's do our new year's six bowl predictions coming this Sunday. Nope. Let's start uh, with, yeah, let's start with cotton bowl. Cotton bowl. Hold on. I'm pulling up the graphic. I had a fun one. I went with like, obviously my, I went with like, what situation would kind of get Ohio state in, but also what would be like fun matchups. So I did cotton bowl, Penn state versus Missouri. Okay, I did Missouri, so we both that we both have Missouri, so that's a lock. Missouri's getting yeah. in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> Kidding. I have them against Tulane. I think you know Tulane's probably going to be the best. Um, so highest ranked non-power five team. I'll, I'll tell you what I did with Tulane because I tried to make it the matchups kind of geographically make sense too, and like let's yeah. be honest, like do you really want to travel that much further for the cotton bowl versus the peach bowl i did the peach bowl i did Tulane and then louisville because it's like they would get a lot of attendance from the fans because it's both south um both you know i think good programs and i feel like this is like the uh the national championship for like the 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 power five like the the group of five because louisville is basically if they feel like a group of five i know they're the yeah. NCAA, but that's like the the poor man's national championship, the Peach Bowl I got. So my Peach Bowl, this is a powerhouse game. And I think it'd be a lot of fun to see these two quarterbacks go at it. I have Alabama versus Washington, Michael Penix Jr. versus Jalen Milrow, which, by the way, my cousin, a big Alabama fan, sent me a picture of a signed Jalen Milrow jersey that he got. It's pretty dope, pretty cool. But okay. I think the Peach Bowl, if this matchup happens – Alabama versus Washington would be dope to see. I got so I got um I got the Fiesta Bowl. This this feels like a Fiesta Bowl game. Tell me this doesn't feel like a Fiesta Bowl game. Oregon versus Texas. Like that that seems like a game where like that would be and that just happened like two years ago in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Last, <laughs> no, it was last year. Yeah. Bo Nix versus Quinn Ewers. So. Yeah, the rematch. Yeah. Um, in my Fiesta Bowl, I have Penn State versus Ole Miss. It sounds like a Fiesta that, Bowl. That also sounds like a Fiesta Bowl. I like it. Um, it sounds like a Fiesta Bowl when the Sugar Bowl is in the is in the uh, is the uh, the fi- a Final Four game. Obviously, the Orange Bowl, 
I think this would be fun to see just two story programs. And I know Buckeye fans are going to hate me for this. There's just, for some reason, I don't, there's this part of me that doesn't think we're going to get in, but I have Ohio state versus Florida state. Um, I think they're going to win the eight. I think somehow, even though they're going to lose, somehow I left Louisville out of the, <laughs> out of the, out of the, well, you put, you put Ole Miss in instead of Louisville. That's fine. Yeah, even in though Louisville will win the ACC, they don't get in the – I think I'll have to – I think Louisville is going to have to be in the Fiesta Bowl. I know they get an automatic bid to the Orange Bowl. Either way, I, I did this wrong. Um, I'd probably have to switch Florida State and put them in the Fiesta Bowl and then Ohio State versus Louisville. Let's but I think my Orange Bowl. I got Bama, Florida State. Okay. At, and like those two fan bases going down to Miami because they're both in the South. Like these games I made are very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I think Ohio State, Florida State, um, when even if Florida State wins, I mean, do they want to put a team in there that if they even barely beat Louisville with a backup quarterback that don't have their quarterback to get crushed? You literally cannot be making this point. <laughs> we, can, we are the most unqualified person to say this. <laughs> but, I know. No, but <laughs> we are the one fan base who cannot say that. Right. I know. But I think – I honestly think, though, we would end up playing Florida State or Louisville in the Orange Bowl, and I, I totally missed this wrong. Heck, you could have Penn State versus Louisville in the Orange Bowl and Ohio State. Florida State. And we don't know who they, the New York Six teams is. So, like, some, yeah. of, the, some of the end teams. Yeah, can you never team. know. Money talks, too, because Louisville don't bring a lot of money, but Florida State does. Yeah. Um, I got Sugar my, Bowl. I got Sugar Bowl. So, that means uh, it'd be 1-4, right? Yeah. Georgia. Which, oh, no, it'd be 2-4. 2-3. Uh, uh, I think. I don't know. I I think it'll be 1-4. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 1-4. I have Georgia – Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I have a dream. Sugar Bowl. I have. I. I think it'd be two three. I have Michigan, Oregon. I got a Rose Bowl. This would be an incredible Rose Bowl. Michigan versus Washington. Heisman, Michael Penix Jr. versus uh, that team up north, and like that's like a true Rose Bowl, like a Pac twelve yeah. and a Big Ten team, and like I'll just be wearing all husky gear <laughs> so when you post mine when you post mine um when you post mine i don't have enough we don't have blake doesn't have enough time to fix it put a note in our tweet <laughs> that i had switched it during the show <laughs> no and it's, yes. it's gonna be penn state versus louisville not Ole miss in the fiesta bowl and ohio state versus florida state just say I made a boo boo and accidentally put Ole Miss in there. See, so just see if Blake can redo it. <laughs> just he can. He'll probably change it in like two seconds. <laughs> I'll text him right now. But as you're texting Blake, that's all I got. So yeah, obviously, hopefully we're able to put um, some sugar in the wound. So like, not some salt, some sugar. Um, obviously, you know, if you're feeling down this week. Um, but Ohio State basketball. You know, they're decent. Yeah, they're playing well. We're back. <laughs> so, on the bright side, we have a basketball team that has never, ever let us down. So, we're good. Um, but that's all I got. <laughs> my anything else? No, I don't have anything else. Everybody have a great weekend if you're watching football.
yeah or do something for christmas but as always thank you so much for listening to a bunch of nuts podcast hopefully hopefully we back into the playoffs um and go bucks go bucks <laughs>